This week, it's just us boys. Green has spent some time with a new laptop and shares his thought on it. But first, before that, let's talk about Street Fighter VI. Of course, stick around until the end of the show to hear some deals of the week. All of that and more in this week's episode of the podcast. Roll the intro. Damn, the scat game is strong today hello and welcome to next to nothing a podcast for gamers on a budget i am your host danny k with me as always the wonderful the beautiful the mr greenly green how are you doing this week um i only know what suffering is this week yeah that's it (laughs) do you you want to expand upon that just a little bit i've i've had a subtle earache for like the last week and it's uh kind of like evolved into a full-on uh ear infection which is you know the bee's knees, if you will. The yeah. Absolute cream of the crop. It's great. It's it's fantastic. I envy you so much. Ralsa- you Damn, Pagliacci. <laughs> you should go see an otolaryngologist or whatever the fuck they call those things. Otolaryngologist uh, or whatever the pain, fuck. I don't know. Pain and suffering builds character, okay? <laughs> you know, I, th- I think my granddad said the same thing to my dad. That would explain a lot of my growing up, too. Huh. <laughs> Throw some dirt in it, you'll be fine. That happened to me once. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the spooky and the ukulele Mendachi. Mendachi, how are you doing this week? You know, now I'm just thinking about like uh, all the times that my my dad had like caked whatever wound I had in mud. Yeah. And, uh, I'm thinking about returning to monkey. I don't know. What do you guys think? Return to monkey? <laughs> Return to monkey? Return to monkey? Return to monkey. Yeah. Um, well, I also want to take a quick second. We are pre-recording this week's episode because I have to be out of town on Tuesdays. Uh, but also want to take a quick second because today is actually your birthday. So thank you for oh, shit, yeah, it is. spending your birthday with us, baby boo. Yeah, the big three one. It's uh, it's just a repeat of your twenties, but you just wake up sore sometimes. <laughs> That's all. Sometimes it it's all the yeah. time. Nah, I mean like today's Are pretty good, but like tomorrow might not be. Also really weird fun fact about me the longest time 17 years in a row it rained on my birthday but that streak got broken uh i think about four years ago yeah really weird Hmm. sunny today maybe sunny tomorrow who knows so usually we aren't uh human almanacs we talk about video games uh (laughs) thanks for watching and listening to the show be sure to stick around until the end of the show to hear about some awesome deals we found for you this week of course, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If we're doing it live, you can find that usually on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central Time. Mendachi. Oh, hey, yeah. Thinking Street about Fighter rain 6. again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, it's just the inner Iowa in me. But anyway, yeah, Street Fighter Six. Uh, I'd like to preface this with um, I've been playing Street Fighter since, since 2 and uh, Hyper and... Street Fighter 3, Alpha, Third Strike, 4, 4 Arcade, 4 Arcade Ultra Edition with the Omega update, Street Fighter 5. What an abysmal fucking time that was. Um, Street Fighter 6 is all of that and none of it. You see, like Capcom has just been nailing it almost 100% the past few years, especially with Resident Evil, Monster Hunter, Devil May Cry. And it's really nice to be able to put Street Fighter 6 up on that list, too. Just a bullseye on day one. There's no glitches. There's no like gross, greedy microtransactions that can't be avoided through reasonable gameplay. Like they're still there, but 
it's for people that are really impatient because they're very easy to get otherwise and it's all cosmetics that being said there's no craptacular servers there's no controversy it's just quite possibly the best fighting game to release in over a decade far surpassing the past two titles from the jaw-dropping presentation and matches accompanied by great music to the exceptional leaps and bounds that they took in the accessibility options i'm just really happy that i've gotten a chance to play it so far this weekend so first things first i'd like to talk to you guys about the modes that are available because it's actually way more than what you've come to expect in any other fighting game starting with the most strange diverse and new mode to fighting games uh kind of like mortal kombat's conquest mode but a lot more fun and uh, a lot more interesting so it's a massive single player story mode with your created character with a phenomenal character creation uh system you can really make any abomination or normal human being that you want to uh and then you go around the world kind of seeking the mentorship of uh any of the street fighter six cast you do that through a combination of quests and main storyline stuff or subquests, so on and so forth. And I'll touch on that a little bit later. But by doing this, you're able to pick an actual move list or style that you'd like to play. Say you're a Ryu player, you can go and learn from Ryu and you can fight like Ryu, but you really like some of Chun-Li's super attacks. Um, you could just add those to your roster. So you can fight primarily like Ryu. You could throw Hadoukens if you want to or not. And instead, just choose to do spinning bird kick and uh, Kikoken. It's really interesting. You can build a completely unique way to play, and you kind of become an amalgam of all of the characters that you know and love, and some new ones as well. There's also a feat tree that works a lot like an RPG. As you level up, you get skill points, and with those skill points, you purchase little sections on a tree. As you pick one, the other one becomes unavailable, so on and so forth. And you just keep leveling up and building up a feat tree. Things like stronger kick power, stronger punch power, maybe more defense, more health, or perhaps, you know, some of the more incidental things. You see, the game actually functions a lot like Yakuza in that you're in a giant city, which is Metro City from Final Fight. And uh, you can just fight people as you run into them. Of course, there's also people that want to beat the shit out of you. And so you can get into these incidental fights some of them are very difficult and some of them you do for the story mode and there's also cutscenes involved here which are honestly masterful really really good and everything's in engine with no stuttering nothing weird like cars falling out of the sky nothing like you get punted into the clouds by a car nothing like that it's beautiful and it's fun and it's hilarious it's rife with capcom easter eggs and um all these like neat little references a lot of good goofy comedy it doesn't take itself very seriously yet the story itself still feels like it has weight and it's enjoyable to be a part of and you actually want to keep going and playing the story you don't have to be a massive capcom mark in order to enjoy it it really is just an enjoyable fun time something else that's really interesting here is that they do have a gear mechanic which, you know, like some people might groan at. Uh, Injustice 2 tried it. It sucked balls. And you would usually look like hot garbage. 
but it might have the best stats. You don't have to worry about that with Street Fighter VI because there's already like a layering system implemented in it. For those of you that are fans of Monster Hunter, you already kind of know what I'm talking about. You can wear armor that gives you the best stats, but you can look exactly how you want to. Do you like that backwards hat more than you like wearing, say, an entire uh, like mascot costume of Blanca? You don't want to look like a goofy duber on screen running around a city? That's totally fine, man. You can wear the goofy Blanca costume but still look like a normal human. Um, it's it's all there. It's very easy. You don't have to really like unlock that. Speaking of unlocking, the game does a really good job of actually unlocking your actual potential as a fighting game player. Even if you're new to fighting games or you're not that good, a lot of the mini games in this story mode, as well as like how you progress through the story mode, actually teach you the fundamentals in a way that it's kind of like Mr. Miyagi sitting there telling you how to like wax a car or wash a fence. Before you know it, you're actually getting better at timing parries or understanding the fundamentals and mechanics that go into being an unstoppable street fighter. It's pretty sick. And on top of that, the mini games are fun and you earn extra gold or Zenny, which is the money from Monster Hunter. <laughs> and then you can go and buy other cool stuff. Um, there's tons of item pickups and again, like the goofy references and the self-referential comedy is always around the corner. It's honestly, a lot of it is better left unspoken uh, and better experienced. And it would take so long to actually do a full deep dive onto this mode alone. Um, if you're interested in RPGs, you like the Yakuza series or anything like that, this mode alone is probably close to like, I don't even know, man, like 30 hours, maybe more, um, depending on how thorough you are. And uh, it's, been a, it's been a great time the entire time. So if you just want the single experience, single player experience, this should already sell you, uh, to be honest. There's also like um, a bond meter that you have with all of the mentors in this game. If you get their bond with you up to 100, you actually unlock their secondary costume. If you're really impatient, you could purchase this costume for real people money. Uh, I think you might be able to do it with um, the game's currency which is drive tickets but i'll get into that in a little bit uh regardless you can earn and unlock everyone's costumes and their color palettes and stuff like that uh just by playing the game that being said this kind of part is almost like persona you got to give them their favorite gifts you got to chat them up you got to send them text messages when they send you text messages maybe spar them you know there's just like a lot of goofy things in here that don't feel like they've ever been a part of Street Fighter, but it always should have been because this feels so right. So that is just World Tour. The next mode is the Battle Hub, which is the online match area. This is where you actually get to hang out in like a physical lobby with the avatar you created with uh, from uh, for World Tour. And you get to sit down at arcade cabinets and go against your friends. Now, when you're playing like this, you're actually picking like oh i want to play guile and the other person picks jury something like that and you guys go toe-to-toe -to -toe in a normal match however there's also avatar matches so you can take your monster that you made in the world tour mode 
that might have you know a head this big and arms this big but then like giant legs and you know maybe they're they're shaped like a carrot i don't know but you could literally go fight a whole bunch of goofy abominations if you really want to along with the move list that you have unlocked in world tour so that's pretty fun there's also other arcade cabinets that have these kind of like mini game style uh fighting modes like breaking the barrels or punching drones out of the air some some matches work like horse where it's like you know first one to throw the other person or like you have to throw someone three times and do a super attack and yada 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 and they have their own list of things that they need to do and the first one to finish their list wins um that's that's really fun especially if you're just like looking for something to to do that's not just playing match after match after match uh there's a lot there to unpack and enjoy uh stuff that just never existed in a street fighter title before the last mode is the fighting ground and the fighting ground is the one that I, I think a lot of people go towards especially if you're not really into like fighting other people that aren't your friends this is your offline mode so if you like couch battles uh or you like to go to locals and maybe just you know play a couple people from your area that's where you have this mode it also has arcade mode something that street fighter 5 didn't even have at launch so it immediately uh goes places where street fighter 5 didn't chance to go in it's like first i think like six months um you can also unlock a lot of stuff through arcade mode as well so if you really are just looking for a single player experience between fighting ground and world tour you already have countless hours and before anyone's kind of wondering there's also a training mode in this offline mode another thing that street fighter 5 didn't really have uh and you don't have to pay a microtransaction to see the frame data if you're that serious about your fighting game knowledge. So if you really want to hone yourself to a very sharp edge, you can do all of that right off the bat with Street Fighter VI. Now, is as that, far as gameplay, yeah, what's up? Is that a normal thing where you have to pay to see the frame data? No, that was Street Fighter V alone. Uh, no one else ever did that. Street Fighter V <laughs> was absolute dog shit. Uh, <laughs> that was the other thing I actually wanted to bring up. So thank thank you for making me take a second. To boot up Street Fighter V, it took about two and a half minutes, three minutes sometimes. Um, and uh, even playing offline, I had uh, the game glitch out so that uh, during the entire fight, the word fight, after it says, you know, like, go, match start, just hung right in the middle of my screen. So, of course, the computer isn't bothered by this. But I am, because I can't see anything. Street Fighter V was a busted fucking mess right off the bat, and it stayed that way pretty much the entire time. And it was filled with greedy microtransactions for costume packs and stuff like that that made it feel more like dead or alive than anything else. What a terrible, god-awful game. Moving into the gameplay of Street Fighter VI, it sounds really weird to bring it up for a fighting game. There's combos. You punch, there's some super moves. Maybe you got like a like a cool ultra attack at the end if you have bar or whatever. But there's something so different about Street Fighter VI that I have to bring it up. There's a new method of accessibility as far as your controls that brings us at six into this um, position where it could usher in a brand new era of fighting game fans. That would be the modern button setup 
which allows you to feel less intimidated and not have to focus on the technical stick movements for some characters, such as charging or maybe a crazy zigzag or a dragon upper. If these things just make your head spin, using modern controls is a really great way to actually get your head wrapped around the game and enjoy it and learn it. And you can play it pretty much the entire time if you really want to. That being said, it uses adaptive AI that helps you react to your opponent's moves that would be harder for those either new to the genre, series, or even just the character that you chose. It simplifies button inputs so you don't have to do all those crazy stick movements. If you're someone who's always been a fan of, say, something closer to like Super Smash Bros or something like that, this would be the mode that you would want to start your controls on. In fact, when you start up World Tour, it has you start there. It's going to try and put everyone on the same level and work their way up. Now, if you see this as a sort of training wheels, which some people will, the cool thing is, is that you can retain using modern controls if, say, any time that you're on the player two side of the screen, so the right-hand side of the screen. Most people are more comfortable over here on the left side. So if you just want to use modern controls when you're placed over here on the right side, you can do that. Or maybe you just want to have it on for certain characters. You can do that too. Really comfortable with Ryu, but you've never touched Kami in your life and you're really interested in Kami now because, let's be honest, everyone's interested in Kami right now. You could do modern controls for just Kami. And then on top of that, you can still remap your buttons. Yeah, me more like the mommy. Accessibility options, right? I mean, like Marisa, though. Anyway, so you, you have so many things that you can do with the controls here that it makes it the most accessible fighting game on the market and likely one that has come out ever. And it doesn't stop there. You can increase the visual details of when people are throwing out supers or when you're doing something so that you don't miss it. If you have a really hard time spotting when someone has iframes or invincibility frames or maybe like they're doing a super art and you want to know where each of those punches is going to go, you can make that game highlight that more so that you can train yourself to always see it. I bet. I bet that we are going to see a lot of top tier players having those accessibility options up, even though they are veterans. And it goes the same way for audio as well. There's better audio cues and you can have it highlight a lot more. That way you can pick up on these nuances that maybe someone that's new to the genre or new to the game in general isn't going to notice. It wants you and everyone else to enjoy playing fighting games and take a lot of that uh, kind of nuance like, oh, you have to have 500 hours in this game before you completely understand what's going on. That's not there anymore. It's very, very open and it's very, very inclusive. Everything is really doable. I really honestly think that we're going to see a massive upsurge in the market of people buying things like Kanba, Hori, and Hitbox fighting sticks. Uh, I could see a lot of people getting really interested in fighting games. That being said, I use a PS2 controller and always will and probably always will afterwards too. So moreover, on, on the accessibility option, I mean, 
again, you can you can tailor fit this to any controller or uh, any player character, anything. So regardless of who you are or what you like, you can find a setting that's going to make this a very fun experience for you. It's added a ton in the way that you can do mechanically while simultaneously making it the easiest and most accessible fighting game to release in many years, thus making it the easiest recommendation for a fighting game I've ever made, uh, even before being on a show like Next to Nothing. $60 may be steep for some folks, especially for those that aren't big fans of fighting games in the first place, but I think if you've ever been interested in fighting games or you thought this game in particular looked cool, Now's the time to take that chance. Um, I lucked out, and this game came out two days before my birthday, so this was gifted to me. Um, but I was I was already stoked from the get-go, and I've been thinking about this game for over a year. And, uh, man, I'm blown away. It's everything I wanted and, and more. I could have never imagined this, and uh, I'm just really happy that I have friends that aren't big fighting game fans that, I'm able to see playing this, having a great time, and we can always, you know, hop into the battle hub and have a couple friendlies uh, because the servers are phenomenal and there's accessibility options for online play too. So if you really want to make it so you only play against people that have four or five bars as far as connectivity goes, go ahead, man. If you don't care either way, that's a thing too. There is a glove for every hand here. So uh definitely if you're interested it's 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 worth it if you're still only slightly interested wait for a sale not sure when that would be uh capcom has a lot of sales but you might have to be waiting a little while for this one because it is hot for a lot of reasons uh do either of you guys have any questions at all about street fighter 6 i have one yeah um, so what distinguishes Street Fighter Six from, say, Mortal Kombat 11 or uh, the most recent Tekken? Like, what really sets this apart versus other fighting game titles? So in the past, um, I would have told you, like, not a whole lot other than style uh, and uh, execution. But Street Fighter Six is now... I mean, it's it's going to be up there with the greats. We're going to be playing Street Fighter VI for a long-ass time. Um, with Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat always lives until the next Mortal Kombat. The problem with Mortal Kombat, especially if you're an online fighter, is uh, it's impossible to play against your friends or in a lobby against other people, uh, say, for an extended period of time without having any issues. Their servers have always been absolute dog shit. Uh, there's never anything that, you know, adds anything uh, to that to, to make it perform better. Um, Mortal Kombat is also always going to be a little bit more, you know, stiff in its motions. Um, and, and a lot of their focus is on, you know, like how, how much can we put into the fatalities and so on and so forth. The closest mode that they have that ever, you know, touched World Tour uh, or touches World Tour where it is now is... Uh, Deception's Conquest mode, and then the Crypt from Mortal Kombat 11, where you're wandering around, you know, a crypt and solving puzzles. Um, it's it's very much so like it's a lot cleaner. Uh, Mortal Kombat's also one of those games that tries to 
add a little bit more complexity where it really didn't need to with its uh, kind of different ways that you can build characters and swap out moves and stuff like that. Here, it's like looking at going into a deli and ordering your favorite sandwich and then being like, you know what? I bet I know what's on that sandwich. It's all the perfects. It's simplicity, but perfect execution. Tekken 8 is over complex. Its servers are shit. Uh, and they've been shit for a really long time. Um, the games, as far as style goes, have never really changed. They've always stayed edgy, but really, really weird. Um, and yeah, it's just it's it's one of those things where these two games are better played on a couch with your friends and trying to play online. You're going to be pulling your hair out because of lag spikes and terrible connectivity issues. Uh, they don't use rollback, so. They're just they're just not optimized uh, for co-op play. And Tekken Tekken the closest thing Tekken ever had was um, Ghost Battle, and then they had their story mode, which didn't make sense and forced you to play a bunch of characters that maybe you had no interest in ever playing. Um, yeah, if if you like single player games, Tekken really is just like you've got arcade mode, Ghost Battle, and a shittacular story mode. Um, there's there's really no better way to put it. Uh, Street Fighter 6 has a better single player experience and uh, an incredible online experience as well. Danny, did you have any questions? Yeah, I was actually going to ask you real quick. Uh, of all the characters, uh, who's the waifu for you? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's got to be Marisa. Yeah, uh, our Italian Spartan queen. Um, I in a conversation with her as I was trying to raise my bond with her because uh, she's fucking dope. Uh, though lately I've been playing with DJ style, which is so bad. Um, Marisa talked about, I can't remember what the hell it is because it's a weird ass word. She talked about this like old Spartan wrestling and she's like, yeah, you know, like everyone just used to go in naked, wrestle each other, nothing but the sun on their back in your birthday suit. She's like, I'd do that shit, but apparently that don't fly today. So I wear as little as possible. Uh, but if I had the chance, <laughs> I was just like. And but yeah, yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's, it's really good. Like I said, like the game doesn't take itself super seriously. They know what the fans want. I mean, that's indicative of how much jury pushes her feet into the camera. <laughs> but uh, like it's, it's, it takes itself just serious enough. Um, while also remaining incredibly interesting and fun. Um, yeah, I mean, this is going to captivate me for a very long time. When it comes to Mortal Kombat, uh, I guess, yeah, the single player, they do have the story mode, I guess, with 11 and 10 and 9. Um, totally forgot about that. When I think about Mortal Kombat 1 slash 1, 2 slash 12, if I buy that, it's going to be like, I'm going to play through the story mode. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play some arcade with Sub-Zero. I'm going to fuck around in the crypt. And um, then I'm just going to look at YouTube and see everyone's fatalities. And I'll be like, oh, man, what a great game. And I'll feel bad that I spent $60 on it or I guess actually $70. It's coming out at $70. And then they have that like crazy fucking deluxe edition for 250 that comes with a statue uh of Liu Kang. 
So, meh. Um, I love Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 2 is my first game that I ever played, but Street Fighter 6 might be my favorite fighting game that I've ever played, which is really weird. Um, didn't expect that at all, especially after Street Fighter 5, but yeah. Capcom has just been nailing it 100%. Yeah. Okay. No, I think that's all for me. Do... Yeah, it's all for me as well. Solid. Go play it. So we're going to find out here real quick if Street Fighter Six would play on Green Elite's new gaming laptop. Green, tell us all about it. Um, yeah, so I wanted to come on and review uh, a laptop I've been sitting on for a while now. I bought it back in November um, of last year. Um, and it's genuinely a, a fantastic entry-level budget gaming laptop. Um, I'm referring to the Asus Tough Gaming A15. Um, you can usually find it on uh, Best Buy at like $800 roughly. They always make it to where like it has like that uh, like that insignia that is like on on sale at $799 and like the normal price is $1,000. But usually all I see it at is like at that $800 mark. Um, during the Black Friday, um, we can usually pick it up for like you know, six ninety nine ninety nine, so seven hundred dollars, and that's what happened with me. I picked it up for the Black Friday sale. Um, it is a fifteen point six inch uh, full HD, so it's just a ten eighty p screen, which is completely fine. But it's fifteen point six inches, which is a nice size for a laptop. Um, it is a full one hundred and forty four hertz uh, monitor as well. Um, so you, you can take, um, you can get all the the graphics from that 3050 ti that's on board um there's also a uh it comes with the ryzen 7 uh 6800h it's the uh laptop uh 6800 um and it comes with eight gigs of ddr5 ram um a lot of people are still on ddr4 both my gaming pc my gaming pc and my stream pc are both still on ddr4 um, so this is actually kind of an upgrade from what i have now uh, in terms of you know, newer technology. Um, the 3050 Ti runs really well. Uh, it, it handles what it needs to handle for being a laptop. Um, the negative that came with this laptop is that it was only 8 gigs of RAM. Um, however, as I said, it was DDR5 um, and at 4,800 megahertz, which is blazing fast compared to you know what people are normally running right now. Um, and it only came with 512 gigs, uh, uh, gigabytes of, uh, storage on an SSD. But the pros of this laptop is that a, it's affordable and B it's expandable. Um, I bought a 32 gigs of Ram, um, at DDR5 at 4,800 megahertz. I popped the bottom of it open. I put the new Ram sticks in and I bought a two terabyte, uh, NVMe, uh, storage an M.2 storage um, to add on to it. Super easy to add on. Um, I honestly have no real complaints about this laptop. Um, the style, like the way that you open it up and it has like this little like uh, empty space slot on it um, where you like you can see through to your desk is kind of weird. But like at this price point, I'm not really looking for something that looks beautiful. I'm looking for something that is functional. And this laptop is very functional. 
Um, I think the only time I saw some like real stuttering um, was when I played Hogwarts Legacy on it. And I, I think that's more of a, it's not really a slight on the laptop. It was like at the beginning of when the game came out. So it wasn't like a super optimized. A lot of people were experiencing issues. Um, but the adding the RAM did help. Um, and that's one of like the main reasons why I, I boosted the RAM because a lot of, uh, a lot of games are, are heavily CPU intensive, um, which means they eat up a lot of RAM. Um, so doing that upgrade in my opinion was extremely necessary. Um, for some people, especially if like, let's say this is a laptop that you're going to play Stardew Valley on and Minecraft and stuff like that. You don't really necessarily need anything more than eight gigs. So, um, but yeah, it played Overwatch fantastically. It's I played Hunt Showdown on it. Um, and it's going to handle CS:GO. Um, so there, there's a lot of uh, uh, utility to this laptop. I, I, as I said, the aesthetics aren't super great on it. Um, it does have a thing where like, um, it's like the ASUS Armory or stuff like uh, something like that. Um, and it has an onboard graphics, like uh, the CPU has graphics, and then um, they, they have the dedicated GPU with the 3050 Ti. Um, you have to have the laptop plugged in for it to run the 3050 Ti, um, which honestly, if you're running a laptop and you're using a, a dedica dedicated graphics, you're going to want it plugged in anyways, because the battery is going to last a whole 15 minutes if you don't. Um, so that's that's one thing, and it gets it gets spicy. Is a hot boy, a very very hot boy. Um, so that's something if if you if you don't want something hot sitting on your lap, uh, you can get one of those like laptop fan base things. Um, of course, I don't ever sit sit it on my lap. I always sit it on like a, a table or something. Um, yeah, this is a really good scoop. Um, right now it is seven ninety nine. Uh, 99 at Amazon or not Amazon, uh, Best Buy. Um, when it goes on sale, um, a lot of the times it will like have to be shipped. They won't have it in stock. Um, but the shipping is really fast too. That like it it got to me after I ordered it in like four days, um, from a Best Buy center. So, um, again, fantastic budget. Um, you can get ones that have like, like bigger graphics cards like a 3070 or 3080 but of course that's always going to reflect on the price so it really just depends on what you need um and the 3050 ti for me was what i needed you know nothing overly strong but you know st could still handle playing you know the games that i currently play so any questions on the laptop off the top y'all i said me do so like with it being a 500, was this, this was the 512 gigabyte SSD one, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what I'm noticing a lot lately is that like games are obviously pushing like some of them push like 90 gigs, which is just mm -hmm. absolutely insane. So you kind of end up having to like specialize or like choose something that you actually like want to have on there. Um, would you would you say then like recommend that someone grab any extras like obviously you said that you boosted the ram 
Uh, or would you say like keep this as like a put the games that you really want to play, like say on vacation, and just mm. take it with you there? Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that I very much recommend that if you uh if you scoop up this laptop that you're gonna want to get a um an, like an NVMe uh to store your games. Because five hundred and twelve gigs is not a lot. Um and right now NVMe storage is actually relatively cheap, especially compared to what it used to be two years ago. Um I think the card I'm looking let's see here. I'm a new egg right now I'm trying to figure out how much I paid for. Um I bought a PNY accelerate um uh, M.2 at two two terabytes for um $122.99. Yeah, that's not egg. too shabby. So so like yeah, like college dorm room, like powerful gaming laptop, like mm-hmm. pretty good. Otherwise, like really great if you're just looking for something that can play like pretty much anything when you're going on vacation. Um, as far as the price goes, would you say like if someone's too scared to like dip their toes in to get like a whole ass rig, would you be like it's like decent, or would you be like oh, yeah. save your money for something bigger? Yeah, especially right now. Um... I, I would recommend like if you're new to PC or you've you've been wanting to get into PC to play with friends, um, this would be a very good option because it's you can get this built out. Like, I think I spent like an extra three hundred dollars on um, RAM and the, the the solid state. Um, so that's still a sub one thousand dollar computer. Um, and you know, building out. I mean. You already cut, you already have a keyboard, like because it's a laptop. You already have a monitor. This is a laptop. The only thing that you need is a mouse, and you can get a Logitech G six hundred four for sixty bucks on Amazon. Um, so that's under fifteen hundred dollars. A lot of people budget their budget PC at fifteen hundred dollars. So, um, I I would I would say like especially if you want something mobile and something that you can take on vacation, and you still want to like you know you you can set this up on a desk desktop. And and play it at home. So I mean, this is a, a fantastic option. Like, it's not going to have the same exact utility as a, a you know fully built desktop PC. Um, but it it's going to have that multi purpose that a lot of people really like. It's like I I like traveling, um, but I don't want to buy like a Steam Deck. Like, I'd rather just have a laptop. So I got a laptop. And I got it a lot faster than when Steam Deck actually came out. Yeah, no <laughs> right. Yeah, that's all I had, man. That sounds and it's stronger than on a Steam Deck too. Right. Yeah. So. So. I have just like two thoughts. They're not really questions, but um, more questions to pose to our audience, I should say. A, if you like content like this, if you want to see us do more tech reviews, let us know down in the comments. Also. If you want to hear more about gaming on the go, let us know because we can talk more about things like the Switch, uh, gaming laptops. I'm super interested in uh, emulators uh, and like these retro handhelds that are coming out. So definitely let us know. And if there's any accessories that you guys want us to talk about that make gaming on the go easier, we can check them out and we can give you our thoughts. So again, 
Let us know yeah, in we'll the try comments. Out, we'll try out any any emulators uh, apps that you want us to try out, any ROMs that you find you want us to try out. I want to build a Raspberry handheld um, at some point uh, for for uh, emulator app, app like on the go. It's just whenever the Raspberry actually becomes available. Yeah, because it's not available right now. Yeah, I've unless been... I want to spend like two hundred dollars on a forty-five dollar board. Yeah, I've been I've been looking at these like Anpernik, uh emulator handhelds for a while now. Uh, or considering I'm due for I'm I'm overdue for a phone upgrade, so maybe uh, getting an Android and like turning my phone into a uh, you know emulation machine. But those are all questions for in the future. I don't have anything else regarding the asus tough gaming a15 we all good there i don't either i don't either uh it's a good scoop uh i give it a good solid thumbs up two thumbs up if you will um in terms of you know being a good system excellent so check it out and... guess... go ahead no go ahead i was gonna say rolling into deals of the week hell yeah let's do it it's gonna be the Asus Tough A15 for seven ninety Honestly, though, like when you when you remind people, like, "Yo, this has a keyboard attached. It's got your monitor there. All of that shit." And like, you know, one of the number one things, dude, graphics card. Yeah, dedicated like, graphics so on a laptop is is big. Yeah, yeah, man, worth it. Excellent. So that's what Green is bringing to the table. I am bringing you Midnight Ghost Hunt, which is available for free. Think of this game as a mix between Phasmophobia and Prop Hunt. Two teams are playing against each other. One group is hunters and the other groups are ghosts. Ghosts can hide as props around a map and hunters have tools that can be used to detect and kill ghosts. I was in the play test. I played it a few different times. It was fantastic. It was fun. It's very much worth the pickup. If it's 100% free, which it is. Epic Games free until 0608, which is this Thursday that the show airs. Or the, the after the show airs. So that's my suggestion. Mandachi, what do you got for Deals of the Week? I have uh, probably, a, I mean, Humble Bundle always makes me so happy. This is one of my favorite Humble Bundles I've ever seen. Nine amazing Metroidvania games for $15. Uh, you got Blasphemous. You got Hollow Knight. You have Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. And then uh, a whole bunch of other ones that I haven't seen before that just look absolutely phenomenal. Some of them are adorable. Uh, I can't go beyond recommending them enough. In the podcast uh, episode description, you'll see a little linky-doo to get those for you. It is an affiliate link because we are Humble Bundle affiliates. So if you do end up picking up that bundle, it also helps out the show quite a bit. And I, uh, I, I want to hear if you buy it and if you play them. I love Metroidvania games and I love playing them. I think you'd really like it. That's uh, That goes on until the 21st. Hell yeah. I don't have anything else. Do we just want to wrap up the show? I think so, man. Alright, what do we all have going on? Uh, Green, what do you got going on? Well, I'll tell you what, like, you know, I, I just got this, we, we just moved into this new house. I'm trying to, like, figure out how to, like, make my room look pretty um i have a splitting ear infection we'll see how that that rolls out um so like if this video gets like like 100 100 views on youtube in the first week um we'll have to play outlast trials because danny tricked me 
conned me into that game. I just haven't picked it up yet. So neither have I. I have to buy it. Yeah, the gauntlet has been thrown. We're gonna have to pick up that game if YouTube gets hundred hundred views this week. I believe. I have faith. Yeah, I I, which Ashmas are gonna leave, by the way. <laughs> that yeah, right. uh Outlast Trials, uh at, at least it went into early access, like right under my nose. I didn't even realize it. And I saw um someone that my fiance watches, one of the phase guys, Jev, I think, uh, was mm-hmm. playing it, and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta remind Green that uh I tricked him into agreeing to play this. Um I hate everything here. Mendachi, what do you got going on? Uh, Street Fighter 6, homie. Street Fighter 6 <laughs> until uh, my thumbs literally are torn from my hands. Uh, I'm still in school full-time through the summer. Uh, so just kind of fitting that in there when I can. And uh, job hunting, dog. You want to know how my, how my uh, path as a, as a warrior, as a fighter, as a criminally overlooked uh, uh, potential employee of maybe your business, if you are seeing this and want my resume... <laughs> Hit me up on Twitter at only Mendachi, otherwise on twitch.tv backslash Mendachi, M-E-N-D-A-C-I-I. Uh, really appreciate it. Thanks for all the happy birthdays. And uh, I'll see you with the battle pub. Hell yeah. Um, for me, uh, I am doing a lot of editing uh for Fiarcana. Fiarcana uh the other night went fantastically. I can't wait for if you guys didn't join us live, I can't wait for you guys to watch it on YouTube. Uh I don't think it could have gone better. It was a really fun time of just an absolute blast. So uh make sure you check that out in terms of uh what's going up on YouTube. We have all sorts of stuff going up on YouTube. We have one more uh episode from our bonus series of vrcana so be sure to check that out we have shorts coming up on youtube community posts so make sure that you guys subscribe so you don't miss a thing i think that's pretty much all i've got you can shit post with me on twitter at danny k d-a-n-i-e-c-a-e but that's the whole show thanks for watching and listening your time and attention is always appreciated if you made it this far be sure to drop a like and subscribe that's always appreciated don't forget to let us know your thoughts and opinions and everything that we talked about in this episode we do uh read every single comment that we get in and we respond to every single comment that we get in as we can uh we might be no i don't think we're gonna be live the next one i think it's gonna be another pre-recorded episode so be sure to subscribe on youtube and uh, follow us on twitter on twitch Uh, for all that information. Until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, keep fighting the good fights, and we'll see you again next week. Goodbye! And let me kiss you on my hot lips. Mm